This is Pursuing Wholeness. We're your hosts, Veronica. And Sean. Here we are. <laughs> All right. So um, today is, uh, we're going to talk, do part two of the episode that we did most recently, talking about community and things like that. But before we get into today's topic, I just want to kind of um, give everybody permission to kind of check in with themselves. We're in the midst of a pandemic still. Um, a lot of political concerns and unrest. I, I don't really like saying unrest, but, you know, I guess that's just a, a short way to put it uh, with everything going on. Um, you know, so. Anyway, one day I'm going to find a way to say it that I feel comfortable saying stuff. But anyway, um, so here we are. Just hope everybody's doing well. And I guess the reason why I feel like it's important to do a check-in is because uh, we still live in the United States of America, which is a place where we kind of value the grind. We value the, I'm good. I don't, I don't, you know, I'm just going to focus on this. And it is okay to not be good or to not be at your best because um we are in the midst of a pandemic that for me I thought that you know we'd be kind of like done with the worst of it a couple of months ago and we're still here so mm -hmm. um if you're not 100% at your best I think that's perfectly fine mm -hmm. um for me I'm kind of coming out of a funk and getting into a better place again kind of finding my new normal but um Everybody may not be there. Some people may have been like real good for the first few months and then now they're kind of wearing out. So mm -hmm. um, I think we all. The first few own. months. Exactly. Yeah. Just I know. Think like, about that. Yeah. It's just, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, what a time. What a time. Yeah. Um, gosh, I was going to say something. Yeah, you know, it, it's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. I mean, it's really, truly an unprecedented time that no one has seen, you know, none of us seen anything like this. So, you know, um, you know, just what was the, uh, the, the, the British slogan back <laughs> in world war two times, keep, keep, our, calm, carry yeah, on. keep calm and carry on. Might've been world war one and two, but, but yeah, just keep calm and <clears throat> carry on as best as you, you know, you can and make sure that you, you know, are creative and reaching out to somebody, you know, I mean, shoot, you know, reach out to us on social media, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll holler at you, you yeah. know, like for real, for real, you mm -hmm. know, it's like, I mean, Facebook, we're talking about community, Facebook community, and it's not the same as in person, but I mean, it can be meaningful somewhat, you know. Yeah, you know, I think in this time it's interesting because we kind of have um, found ways to be more community-like even in our digital era. It's like people have taken Facebook, and Facebook even took Facebook to a new level. Um, Google took Google to a new level. Everybody mm -hmm. has video chats, and they're trying to, like, facilitate more community online. Um, mm -hmm. Zoom, and, Zoom stocks have soared. Because, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm just amazed at that. Like yeah. Zoom, <laughs> they, they, a long time ago they thought it was a good idea. They had no idea what was on the horizon. Right. But um, I think that um, people are, you know, it's 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 like we're being more intentional. I I was telling Sean earlier how. Um, I've been Zooming with people who I've been always saying, oh, yeah, we got to get in touch. We got to get in touch. And now we're actually having video calls and 
and coming up with strategies and plans and stuff that we weren't doing when life was uh as we once knew it. So it's a it's a good like Pastor Johnson, I think he said today, it's a good time to be alive. Yeah. It's like it's it's challenging, but the opportunities in this time are just so abundant and we will be amiss to 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 not take advantage of the opportunities right right you kind of you have to remiss oh yeah can't stand when i say wrong (laughs) it's all good you know but um yeah you you have to take advantage of opportunities the reason why i say that is because it helps you to not dwell on you know the things that are bad or the things that are negative right you know it it, it, you know it takes it it's easy to dwell on all of this negativity you know but the hard thing is to actually like, like you say, take advantage of opportunities, do something about the negativity, you know, do something positive in response to it, you know. But um, I really think that we need a lot of us do, you know, just being, you know, just like come what may, just ready to just, you know, do, like I said, positive things in response to the negativity to combat it and even just to help ourselves to be in a good place mentally, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, this time is like pulling on our creativity as humans. It's making us be more human in a sense, which is a lot of what we want to talk about today with community. Right. Um, but this this pandemic is is forcing us to. It's forcing us to really look at our humanity. Um, I was on a call earlier today with some other um, folks, some a few parents, but most of people who weren't parents. We we're talking about homeschooling and how we can kind of take control of education during this time when so many kids are going to be home with their parents while their parents are working full-time, part-time, whatever. Um, And a lot of parents are really having a hard time right now. Um, But I I believe that we're going to come out better. I believe that the family balance is going to come back into play and that corporations and, um, business leaders and whoever is the employers are forced they're forced during this time to reckon with the fact that people are married with children or that they have families you know however their family is constructed people have obligations outside of work Mm -hmm. and employers have tried to ignore that in many ways for a long time and this time is saying no you're gonna have to figure out a way to let people be parents while working for you Mm -hmm. it's just you're just gonna have to figure it out and I, I really hope that parents would take a stand more and more and take a stand. I know it's tough. I'm always, Sean always been like, you always telling people to buck against their employers. You don't have an employer. <laughs> I know that there's that dynamic there because I work for myself. But um, I do believe that there's strength in numbers and that if enough employees say, look, my family is coming first and I do believe there's a way for me to do this family thing and work, I believe it'll transform our system, turn it upside down to the where to where um people are not expected to give so much of their lives to their employers that they that it's the norm that, you know, we're gonna have to accommodate for people with small children because mm-hmm. our best talent are people with small children and we don't want to miss out on that. Mm-hmm. So we gotta find creative ways to support people. And I think that I think that this time is calling on our creativity in a way that we haven't had before, which 
brings us closer to God because God's creative power is a huge part of what makes him God. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and it's like by us being forced to be more creative, right. we're being more like God because we're we're making things out of nothing. Right. We're bringing ideas out of nowhere mm-hmm. because we have problems that we need to find solutions to. Right. And I'm looking forward to seeing what comes out of this. Right. Yeah, we're we're operating in that that image, you know, out of that image that was placed on us that um that the Bible talking about being made in the image of God. Imago yeah. Day. Oh, right. Yeah. Back to my brief divinity school mm-hmm. experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's crazy. It's, it's so weird. You know, it takes times like this to really kind of force you into change. Mm-hmm. As much as we all like to, we like to think, we like to wish that we would kind of like be willing to make some certain changes ourselves that would right. be good for us. A lot of times it takes this kind of stuff. And, it, you know, on one end, on one side you kind of hate it you know but then um it, the scripture just came to my mind um i can't remember who it was saying it was good that i was afflicted or whatever mm-hmm. you know it's mm-hmm. like whoever that was it's like you know what you know even though i wouldn't have chosen this it, it ended up helping me you know and um even this here is like you know being in the midst of a pandemic you know oh I, I, I never would have imagined talking casually about a pandemic you know, <laughs> right even it's like now months, it's yeah. just like whatever right even a few months ago even even when everybody was like is this a is this a you know is this a pandemic is it going to be a pe- pandemic does it have a potential even then i still didn't really think it was going to get like this you know mm. so i don't like that you know i don't i don't like all this stuff that's been rising to the surface um you know, in regard to like race issues in our country. I mean, you know, it's always been here. You know, we have each had our own experiences with it. Um, you know, but then again, at the same time, it's like the good part about it is that it, it is going to um, produce good change. It's going to it's going to cause some when stuff is brought out like this is going to it's going to cause some things to kind of change for the better. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it, it kind of is what it is. So. Sure enough, he is. But I guess that um, we probably should transition to the topic at hand. Mm-hmm. I know you were going to kind of get yeah. us in there. Yeah, so so you know, like, like my wife said, we talked about, you know, community in the last episode. And, um, you know, some of you might have listened to that episode and you're kind of like, okay, that sounds good and everything. But, like, why? Like our daughter asks all the, all the time, but Why? You know, why? Why community? You know, what's the big deal about it? You know, and then even also, you know, to be honest, if 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 we're honest with ourselves, you know, what has it going to benefit me? Mm-hmm. What's, what's going to be, you know, what am I going to get out of it or whatever? You know, if I'm going to have to sacrifice something, like what is going to be the real benefit for me or whatever? I'm just going to give and then just kind of smile and, and just kind of like, okay, I did a good thing, and I guess I'm just supposed to be happy because of it. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, because we, we kind of talked about it yesterday um, <laughs> during the last episode. Um, we talked about <laughs> it. <laughs> mm-hmm. We talked about it in the very casual, like, of course everybody wants community. Right. Like, it's, it was just a given. But perhaps it's not a given for everybody. And even for us, like we talked about the last episode, um, there's some aspects of it that we 
we're not embracing because it just seems too hard or too risky or too uncomfortable. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Truth be told, truth be told, you know, we don't want to be here sitting like we just are some community experts, you know, because it's not the case at all. We have very strong desires, you know, that we long to kind of see in the flesh. Um, but yeah, we're very much in the learning stage ourselves as well. You mm-hmm. know, we're glad to be a part of, you know, different kind of communities, you know, being, you know, pretty close, of course, to our own families and being, you know, close, having a somewhat of a community in our local church. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, but we know we have a long way to go. And I think this day and age really kind of points that out. Right, right. You know? But, um, but yeah. Yeah, so so yeah, so why community? Why? Why? I'll let you get started off with that. Like, <laughs> you know, like why community? Well, I, I would say um I kind of alluded to it during the last episode. Um I can't remember to what extent I went into it, but being in the midst of this pandemic, I mean, I believe this is relevant whether in the pandemic or not, but being in the midst of it and just kind of thinking, okay, so where is this headed? We really don't know. We kind of like expect that things are going to be kind of continue as they are for a while. And then we believe it's going to get better. But really, we don't know how it's going to go. And we don't know to what extent our our um, social systems and the things that we just expect to be there. Like you expect to go to the grocery store and get food at least like you might not get everything on your list but you expect you're gonna get most of it or that you're gonna get like a good variety like we're spoiled like we still got salt and vinegar kettle chips <laughs> ate some before the episode yeah ate some before the episode and our little ginger and you know our, our stuff we ate for dinner we got all that like we got necessities and we got extras mm-hmm. but is it always gonna be like that we hope and pray it will but there's a possibility that it won't. And so what happens if all that we have relied on all these years, if some of that stuff is not available for a time, mm-hmm. what about if we go to the grocery store and there's a sign out with a, a, um, a soldier <laughs> at the front of the door. It's like, uh, there's no more food in here. I mean, cause they're going to have to have some kind of security if they got a sign on the grocery store saying no food. We hope that it doesn't get to like that, but like it could. Mm. So like the thing is like, what do you do? Are you like, what do you do? Mm. And just to be, to me, like to be on your own, like you got to figure it out yourself in the time like that. That's not the time to be trying to figure out how you're going to deal with stuff. And Sean always, he, I'm always like going to the the edge of the, Mm -hmm. like to the extreme. And Sean's like, well, I wasn't thinking like that. Mm-hmm. But I do think, like, you need community to support you to help make sure that you got food to eat to make sure that other people got food to eat. Like, y'all got to be prepared to work together. And also, like, just for, um, like, if, if, if stuff is crazy, whether it's in this pandemic or if it's just in your personal life, like, who can you call on to really, like, be there for you? Of course, you know, in a lot of cases you have your family, but 
even with your family, sometimes you need people who are more local or whatnot. But I mean, I guess I don't want to say that because family is community. So whether it's with your family or with your neighbors or with your church, like I believe that we have to strengthen our sense of community mm-hmm. so that we're there for each other on a consistent, reliable basis and not just like when I call you and say I need you, but it's like you already know that you're there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know if I even answered the question, but. No, no, no. I think you def- <laughs> definitely did. Definitely did. Like essentially if stuff goes down or whatever, it's like, you know, it's better for us to all kind of be together so we you know i mean you have more of a more of a chance so to speak to right. kind of have some access to some resources somewhere um you know I, i'll piggyback off of that you know with what i was going to say as far as like what i think oh um the why um some whys are like in regard to like practicing an intentional community so one of the things that really bothers me that i think is very clearly attributable um, in part to the lack of community is just like the persistent struggle of the African um, American community, excuse me. Um, you know, it's like when I look, kind of step back and kind of look at some of the different kind of things we've struggled with for, I mean, many, many years. A lot of times, you know, when we were able to make, you know, significant progress, it was because of community effort. Right. You know, I think about, um, you know, a few months ago, I have this um, unofficial autobiography of um, Dr. King, and he was um, journaling about the whole um, Montgomery Improvement Association um, organization that was formulated after the Rosa Parks incident and how all the churches got together and they had this system of transportation that they made, you know, and they, you know, when they boycotted the buses and mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff. And they were able to make some real palpable change, real palpable change. And, um, you know, I just kind of feel like I haven't seen that kind of stuff myself, you know, since I've been living in, in our, in the black community, I'm not saying there's not good things going on. Just, mm-hmm. just think about something that, that, organized right where the community is that tightly knit you know whenever somebody says something that needs to get out it really gets out there excuse me it gets out there to everybody and you know there's 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 a real power in that but you know i just kind of i get frustrated just because it's so many things that we just deal with you know i talked about on other podcast you held at the crossroads about how you know we continue to suffer so disproportionately from bad health you know there's so much poverty and all of these different things a lot of our youth you know are 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 struggling here and there and um and i really really believe that so much of that stuff could be solved by like really close really tight community mm-hmm. you know and i and and i want to see it right i really want to see it it's like you kind of get tired after a while of just kind of seeing the issues. It's like, you, you know, you don't just want to like intellectually consider what could happen if communities really, really kind of got together and work these things out. I don't really just like the intellectual kind of um, consideration of it. Mm-hmm. I want to see it. I want to mm-hmm. see it because it's like, it's real people with real struggles who really need change. 
so I want to see it. Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of plain and simple. So that's that's one of the biggest reasons that I think that community is um is so so important. One of the things my wife said, um, you know, kind of kind of lighthearted, but kind of for real for real, is that um you know if you if you guys follow us on social media, you see some of our gardening endeavors and whatnot, and we've been really serious about it. We've been gardening for a while, but especially this year we went real hard. And um, but anyhow, you know, one thing we wanted to do by posting what we're doing is really motivate you who are following us to kind of like think about doing it, you know, and um, and roll up your own sleeves. Mm-hmm. But also like it's also like an attempt to foster a community because there's there's few things that will build community like gardening, right? you know. But then also it's one of those things where like, hey, if there was a food shortage or whatever, like my wife said, you know, she said she gonna need she gonna need y'all to have gardens too. <laughs> we ain't supplying for the whole everybody who listened to this under the sound of my voice coming in here talking about where my food at. Hey, because I had seen that you had some tomatoes on on Instagram on the gram, and um, I just wanted to see if you had some tomatoes for me too. You know, it's like, <laughs> hey, I was, we were showing y'all the tomatoes <laughs> largely because um. We want to sh- show you how to grow them yourself. <laughs> yeah, we can give you some seeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can just you <laughs> we'll know. scoop some seeds out of this tomato. You, you, you know, give yourself about three months. You'll have some tomatoes too. Right, exactly. So, um, <laughs> you know, a little lighthearted, but but really though, um, there's just so much power in numbers, and and um, and it's so contrary to our society, which makes us think that being individualistic and pulling ourselves up by our own bootstraps is the way to go. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's just not. It just, I mean, it's, I guess for lack of better words, it's not optimal. It's not optimal. You, you can do that or whatever. But um, just like I've heard somebody say, usually when you have somebody who's, quote, made it anyway, that person has so many people behind them who, mm-hmm. if they had not been where they were in that person's life over years and stuff like that, and the person wouldn't be where they were. So we all we all kind of already have evidence that community kind of makes us more whole, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, why not practice it even that much more intentionally? Yeah. And I think about, um, what's going on with all the, you know, people not wanting to send their kids back to school. It's like, why can't we create our own community schools? Like it don't have to be as large as the, school that they might have gone to before but we can create small pots of of people who you know you do school together you we we help each other we support each other um it's like we we gotta start create thinking more creatively like that and just saying that we're gonna take control of things ourselves like we're just this whole like we need more money from the government to do this and that I mean, the money is nice, but like we got to have our own plans first and kind of have a plan that this is the plan in case the government gives us zero dollars. This is the plan they give us 50 percent of what we want. This is the plan if we get 100 percent. But we still got a plan if they don't give us anything. Yeah. And that's the kind of mindset we have to have. But I think that that comes from a community mindset because you can't do it on your own. No one person can like provide education for everybody and i mean you can provide it for your own children but what good is it to be out here and your children are the only ones educated when everybody else is struggling Mm -hmm. so it's like 
it, it just kind of, I guess, community and work, working toward the we instead of the me, it enhances our quality of life. Of life, because mm-hmm. um, you are with people who are all thriving. That's better than being the only person thriving and everybody else is struggling. Like, who wants that? Mm-hmm. And that's not a very safe place to be in either. Because if you, the only white house on the hill, and everybody else living in shacks and barely can eat, they're gonna be they're gonna be knocking at your door first, but then they're gonna be tearing your door down. And so, like realistically speaking, we gotta um, have this mindset that um, the rising tide lifts all boats, mm-hmm. and let's rise the tide. The only way we can really rise the tide is through community. We can't do it individually. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing the thing is, like you mentioned, like, you know, looking for government funding, like you said, that's all fine and good. You know, sometimes it can be very helpful. <clears throat> but, you know, just kind of thinking about just what we're what we're essentially promoting here on this uh, Pursuing Holders podcast, we are all just um individual human beings with enormous potential we're able to what's the term self-actualize we mm-hmm. we, we have so much on the inside of us as individuals you know i think that the way that society has um developed up until now you can kind of almost forget that you can you can forget how much you know you know, we don't necessarily like to think about it or probably never think about it. But the truth is, like, even if you're not like an outdoorsman, like even if you don't live off the grid and all that kind of stuff, you know, you have you have the stuff in you to do it. I'm not. And that, don't get me wrong. I'm not. We're not promoting that in this episode per se. I mean, if you want to <laughs> do it, I mean, hey, it's it's probably not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. But my point more so is the potential that you have as a human being, you know, you know, you have people who may not want to go outside and, you know, like to mess with the bugs and the heat and all that kind of stuff. But like, really think about the fact that you're an organism with muscles. You have, you know, eyes and ears and you, you know, you have like this amazing brain, you know, you, you're built to survive and thrive. But then the way that our society is set up, we're so used to kind of depending on other systems and other structures and whatnot, mm-hmm. you know, and so we can kind of forget what we're capable of. But um, so, yeah, that's that's one of the things, you know, just to really, really consider like we are so capable. I mean, and especially whenever we get together as humans and then, you know, this person has these skills, you know, mm-hmm. this other person has those skills like this person is a fisherman, you know, this person, this family they really know how to grow food, you know. Th- these people are good with um building houses. Yeah, building houses. This person does legal work. You know, you know, um this person is a plumber, you know. You get all those things together, you know, you really you, you know, you need for like some other institution to, you know, give you something is like you don't really need it. It's an option at that point. You know, it's right. more of like just another option. You know, right, and it's it's um we miss that when we don't have a strong sense of community because mm-hmm. you you get so used to just doing your thing. Like I'm a lawyer, so if I'm just doing legal work, it's it's like even with the the way that I practice law, 
I have to have a multidisciplinary approach to it. I have to consider that there are people who come from different backgrounds and have different things to offer. And I think it's the same way, like, in, in our neighborhoods. And um, just to know, like, okay, this, like, if I if I can tap into the resources available with the people who are around me, then I'll make this a better place that I will be able to enjoy. Um, so I, I think that, you know, there's that power of community to transform a place that you can't do on your own, but when you're locked arms with other, you have locked arms with other people who are also committed to transforming that place, that's when you can see some change. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I just think, I think community just, it's like magic in a sense. It like unleashes so much potential that just wasn't, you just couldn't see before when you're by yourself. But when you get with other people, like I think you were saying, and y'all start talking about, well, this is what I can do. This is what I can do. This is how I see the problem. Then, man, like it's just beautiful. And I believe that the enemy, that, that Satan's job is to like divide us and make us not miss the fact that um, that there's power in mm-hmm. that community and to mm-hmm. think I got to do this on my own. I, I, I can't burden anybody. I can't ask anybody for help. I don't want to help nobody. I don't want to give anybody anything. I want to just make sure I'm taking care of myself. And then, you know, it is very one-dimensional flat or two-dimensional flat life. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. When you decide that you're going to do this with other people, I mean, it's just the abundance and the beauty. It's just it's the, 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 the possibilities are endless. It is. I mean, they are. You know, it it, it definitely it definitely adds color to your life to have more people around you. You know, sharing life with you or whatever. You know, you can be, and it happens all the time, where you have these really really wealthy people who are like very much, you know, isolated. Don't necessarily have a whole lot of people around them and all that kind of stuff and. Everybody on the outside thinks that, you know, man, they've made it. They're living the life, you know. But then you just kind of find out this person is probably the most miserable, one of the most miserable people in the world. And they really long for, you know, more people in their lives. But, you know, they have that difficulty being famous where they don't necessarily trust people, you know, and, um, you know, but yeah, but they're, they're really struggling. And a lot of that ends up being because they don't really have people around them like that, you know, because they feel like, you know, maybe anybody around them just more so is there for what they can get, mm-hmm. you know, and their lives might be financially rich. But as far as like the richness that, you know, you're talking about, you know, not rich at all. And mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're really, really suffering. And I think I, I personally think that a lot of people would give up their their um wealth or they probably would mm-hmm. you know at least in theory they would want to <laughs> right but when they start to really consider it they might say well i don't know mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that they would prefer to not have to deal with the stuff that comes with it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i don't know i hope that um by us talking about this this way is has sparked some interest in you if you're not already like a community minded person. And I mean, I, I, I want to, I'm having a hard time really communicating it, but, um, 
what I'm desiring is that we look at the way we define community community differently to go a little bit more go further push a little harder with it because i think there's a way to do it in a way that's comfortable like oh yeah we're a community we you know a lot of people are probably like i already i'm good with community but i i really want to like push us to go deeper in that sense of community to like really make those sacrifices like sean is talking about um to see what we can accomplish. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Kind of, you know, doing it. And I mean, I say this with, I say this with reluctance inside of my own self, but kind of practicing community where it kind of starts to kind of sting a little bit, <laughs> you know, because like you said, there, there's a safe way. And I know that I've been safe with it in a lot of cases, but like practicing it where it starts to sting just because of the fact that, the issues that we deal with in our in our world, you know, even in particular in this country, excuse me, are so huge, so huge. And, you know, I was mentioning the stuff about issues in the black community. You know, I think about so many issues with, um, you know, mental health in our, our um, society, you know, people showing that people need people, people mm-hmm. need people, you know, and. Um, in a deep way. Right. Yeah. And, and then all the division in our society, you know. Again, we need each other. We this is what we need. So it's like it, it to me it definitely warrants like all of us at least very strongly considering taking some step toward more intentional community where it at least kind of starts to sting, like a little twinge of pain, you know, where you kind of have to give up a little bit of something. You might be inconvenienced or you might have to be in closer quarters with somebody than you prefer or you might have to um, spend a little bit more money yeah, than you're comfortable with. But, like, if we take a radical approach to community, now we know radical, we use, it, we use it the wrong way these days, but the way that we understand it, radical approach to community, then I believe we will see things that we never imagined that we see before. Yeah. I don't know exactly what those things are, but I do see communities or neighborhoods being transformed i see kids who um wouldn't have been considered you know the star students thriving and and being successful um yeah i mean because even thinking about community and thinking about you know going deep with it you can't do certain things to people that you can do if you don't have a community mindset so if you're in community with people and you're looking at them like this is not just like thinking about the school system, be honest. This is not just um little Ray Ray, you know, from from this neighborhood that I don't think is worth anything, you know, like kinda having that attitude versus little Ray Ray is like he's not my blood child, but I'ma look at him like he's my child. And I'm a I'ma treat him the way that someone I love and care about should be treated, that I would want them to be treated. And so then you do a little different. You might not suspend him from school for something that he did. You might say, what can I do? Like, what's going on with Lil Ray? Maybe I need to go to his house and talk to his mom to get a sense. Is they, do they need something? Are they hungry? Why are he acting like this? Is there any way? Does he need a mentor? Can I partner with them? I think too often we cast people out. 
mm-hmm. instead of bringing them in, instead of saying that, you know, I'm going to treat you like you're my brother, my sister. Mm-hmm. And I think that we need to, to adopt that mindset that everybody is valuable, that when you, when you don't win, I don't win. Mm-hmm. 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 Especially as believers in Christ, you know, who believe that the power of God, the very power of God, uh, lives on the inside of us, mm-hmm. you know, if that's the case, which we believe it is, then, you know, nothing is impossible, you know, and we have what we need to be able to do some of these different kind of things, you know, and I say this and I like to be the last thing I say, you know, um, a lot of, if, if you're listening and you are probably like around my parents age, I would say maybe fifties, sixties above, you probably grew up in in the neighborhood and in some people of course in today's world too but i think if you're older in kind of those years you probably grew up in a neighborhood that is quite a bit more like what we're talking about Mm -hmm. quite a bit more Mm -hmm. so you kind of know what it tastes like and and you know i know one of the big kind of sorrows that i've heard a lot you know growing up and everything is like you know things ain't the way they used to be you just you just can't talk to you just can't talk to the young people, you know, mm-hmm. no kind of way no more. You know, they'll hurt you. You know, they, you know, you just can't, you know, all this kind of stuff, you know. And I mean, it, while it's true, it's like, what if, what if we just kind of considered that it might be possible to get back to it? Right, right. You know, in the, in, the, in the church, a lot of times we talk about how, you know, the Bible talks about, you know, things getting worse and worse and everything. But at the same time, I mean, there's still a commission on us to, to do, do the work, do good works and everything. I don't think it necessarily means that, you know, no matter what you do, things are just going to get terrible. <laughs> I don't think that's really what's meant, you know, but again, it's like, if we, if we have, if we have this, the Holy spirit, the very spirit of God on the inside of us, you know, and we have intentional people who realize this. I really believe that we can we can get back to some of these things. I believe, you know, I mean, I, I have hope. I have faith in that, mm-hmm. you know. So anyway, anyway. Yeah, I sometimes think about the fact that you and I are together as evidence that it's possible. Because I don't think that we would be together. Well, I won't say that, but we wouldn't. Um, the fact that both of us are together and we have this mind to me shows that it's possible. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we didn't even, we didn't come, we, I mean, we, we, we had some aspects of this before we got married. And of course us being together kind of like shaped and molded it in a different way to make it what it is today. But I do believe that the fact that you and I are together and we have this same faith and this same belief, shows that it's real mm-hmm. and i guess i mean that's that's like two different ways of looking at faith so the fact that it seems like god put us together with this mindset or at least fostered this mindset within us that it's his will but then also just the fact that you and i both decided that this is what we want to push for that's yeah. faith saying that we want to do this right we're gonna do it mm-hmm. and we're gonna see the fruit of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. that's just walking out on faith. So us believing that makes it real. Right. It's just as real as if it already happened. Right. Right. 
Right, exactly, exactly. So y'all, y'all hear it, y'all hear it. You know, even her putting it out there just like that. We believe for this. Mm-hmm. We believe for it. We, you know, we're not just, we're not just wanting to give you a podcast to listen to. Like we're doing this podcast with much intention. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, showing you what we believe for, showing you what we're desiring to foster. What I believe in faith, we are going to foster. Um. So consider this, you know, listen, you know, you listen to the podcast, listen to it again, you know, and matter of fact, here's your opportunity to practice community, share, <laughs> <laughs> share, share, share with, you know, your friends, your your parents, you know, whoever, you know, whoever you cool with, who got a, a phone or a computer, share it with them, see what they think, talk to them about it, mm-hmm. ask them what they think about community and living in community and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. let us know what y'all come up with like i i, I want to see a movement i believe that um this pandemic has um planted the seeds for a movement a transformation mm-hmm. of how we do things here in the united states of america so like let's let's do this thing together mm-hmm, mm-hmm. anything else i'm good all right, y'all, make sure you stay tuned for the next episode. Somewhere soon here we will have, you know, theme music, you know, so um, <laughs> so just stay tuned for that, you know. But anyway, anyway we thank you for listening, and um, and we'll, we'll see you next, or we'll, whatever. We won't see you next time, but you know what I mean. <laughs> y'all take care out there. Bye.